Dolphins are not satisfied with being 3-3 three and three going into their bye. They are going to Tuatunga-Vailoa after their Week 7 bye. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here to break it down. Okay, Jamie, first of all, let's talk about Tua. You picking him up? Uh, he should already be owned in two quarterback and super flex leagues. Obviously, two quarterback leagues, he's, he's most likely where the 20% roster percentage is, is uh, most prevalent. But in super flex leagues, if he's out there, you should absolutely pick him up. In one quarterback leagues, I'm not going to run to pick him up, but you know, I think it's worth speculating on if he's going to produce anywhere close to the level of what Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing. So you have to wonder if the running rushing ability that he should be able to have and taking advantage of these receivers will have the same sort of impact, but you got to see it first and it's not going to get easy for him coming off of his bye week against the Rams in his first NFL start. So uh, most one quarterback leagues are not going to rush to get to a tag Are there any quarterbacks that you would consider dropping for him? Gardner Minshew, uh, who's better long-term Derek Carr. Would you, do you put him up in that range or is he lower? He's lower for now, but he certainly has the ceiling to be higher. I mean, think about what we've seen from Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, and the pedigree is there for him as well. So he has a good receiving core when everybody's healthy. We've got to find out about Devontae Parker with that groin injury. But, I mean, Parker, Williams, Kaseki, Miles Gaskin, that's as good as most of those quarterbacks that we're probably going to consider dropping him for. And, you know, I think he'll run a little bit. You know, we saw that from him at, at Alabama. He's not like a, a extremely run-heavy type of quarterback, but he'll move enough. And I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, up and down games for the Dolphins like we've seen, you know, for a good portion of the season. Well, I don't mind him. Yeah, look, it's a weird, it's a bit of a strange move. People were kind of caught off guard. I did a Twitter poll. Do you think the Dolphins are making a good decision, yes or no? And right now, 52% say no, 48% say yes. So uh, very split there. But The timing is weird. Yeah. Because they're a game out of first place in the AFC East. The Patriots, we don't really know what to make of them. And they could be better than New England, even though New England beat them. I don't think they're better than New England, but they could be. And Buffalo was obviously struggling a little bit with two straight losses. So they have a better chance to be a playoff team with Fitzpatrick than they do Tua. But is this a sustainable playoff team? No. So you make the move well, to the younger guys. I think, the I think they could have made the playoffs. They, make but, the playoffs, yes. Make a run, no. No, but I. But who's going to be a better quarterback this year? Is, do we really think two is going to be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick? And that's really the fantasy spin. Fitzpatrick ha, is the number 13 quarterback on a per-game basis in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. He's had three pretty solid games. He's, no, he's had three great games with 28 or more points. He's had 20 or 21 points twice and four points in week one. So that's tough to to expect from Tua Tungavailoa. And how does it affect Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Kosicki, Miles Gaskin? How about we start with the passing game? What do you think about the passing options? So I had, uh, we did the series on fantasy football today where we had a beat writer from every team come on. And Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post, I asked him that question. You know, we, we expected at some point there would be a quarterback change. And I was always of the belief that those guys would struggle with Tua. And Joe said, and Joe's great at what he does, that Tua's accuracy should be better than Fitzpatrick's. Now, obviously, uh, was he a 17-year veteran versus a, a guy making his first NFL start? There's going to be some accuracy issues. But if that's the case, then the quality of throws could be better for the Dolphins guys as opposed to maybe the gunslinger mentality of the I-don't-give-a-bleep mentality from Fitzpatrick who's going to throw into tight windows and give those guys a chance to make plays. It's a downgrade in my mind 
So, you know, I, I, I think this is the time to try and sell Parker, especially since he's hurt. Uh, maybe not buy into Preston Williams, even if Parker's hurt. And then you might be looking for another tight end since you need one anyway on a bye week. So you might try and find somebody who can help you past week seven. Do you still consider Parker a must start? Not immediately because he's coming off his bye week with Tua, most likely against Jalen Ramsey. So, you know, I think we're going to just take it game by game until we see how this looks. And he hasn't exactly been putting up monstrous numbers. He's been putting up good numbers. Part of it has been yeah. some of the game flow. Some you know, health, too. Against Jacksonville, the blowout against the Jets. So, we'll see. Okay, what about Miles Gaskin, Jamie? Value up, down, or the same for him? I'm going to say the same, but if I had to, you know, if you want to press me on it, I'd probably say down, just because, again, Fitzpatrick's a different type of quarterback. You know, so he's going to open up some things, make things a little bit better. But let's give the Dolphins offensive line some credit. They've done a nice job. Gaskin has done a nice job. You know he's going to catch the ball. I don't think that's going to be a big difference. Uh, one of two was two passes was to Patrick Laird in the you know garbage time. So at least he threw it to a running back <laughs> if you want to hang your hat on something there. Um, Jan Gailey's offense features running backs in the passing game. So I would imagine that's something that's still going to be a big staple of what they do. All right. And then Gasicki with a bye right now. Do you drop him or do you keep him? I would look to drop him, but it depends on who's available. You know, so I'm not dropping him for Darren Fells, who I don't think has a long term uh, doesn't have long-term sustainability. I'm not dropping him for... Uh, Ferkser. Uh, well, Ferkser is a, is a one-week replacement, so I would hold him. Well, isn't he the Ferkser. same as Darren Fells? No, what Ferkser is a, a must-start guy if John J. Smith is out. Fells could be nothing. If but what I'm works. saying is you're not going to drop Gasicki for Ferkser. I'm not just, dropping Gasicki for Ferkser right. unless I just need the roster spot and then I'll for figure it out week. in the gate. You know, right. so that, that the, those are two different things from in my opinion. But uh, I see where you're going. Um, like... I think you can drop him for Trey Burton coming off their bye. I think you drop him for maybe Irv Smith coming off their bye. You know, guys that are really? going to get... Well, I mean, Smith is basically... If you look at, you know, the highs and the lows of what Mike Gusecki has been, Smith the last two weeks is kind of right there. No, come on. that's uh, Mike Gusecki had a 100-something yard game. The highs, and then there's the lows. Yeah, the, the lows are interesting for Gusecki because, well, first of all, you can't compare him to the lows for Irv Smith. He no, had, no, 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 no. Irv Smith the last two weeks, and the highs and lows of Gasicki. I guess, yeah, Irv Smith's been consistent. Five targets in each of the last two games, four catches, 55 to 64 yards. Very encouraging stuff. When you look at Gasicki, um, game against Jacksonville, Fitzpatrick threw 20 times. Game against the Jets was just weird. Uh, yeah, really bad. Um, the Seattle game, yeah, it, it, Three games in his last four with 15 or fewer yards. I guess it is a little hard to defend that, but two games with 91 or more yards. He's an interesting player. This is a really, would, this is a really interesting move, and it's a, it's kind of annoying. I don't really get it. Um, if if you're again, you know, I, I'll just go back to it. The Dolphins have a better chance to make the playoffs with Ryan Fitzpatrick this year, but they're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. So, do you set yourself up for 2021 and make sure that? Tua is ready to go by then. Like, I would have probably done this four or five weeks from now. But the bye week makes it interesting because they get two weeks to get Tua up to speed. You also have to wonder if there's a trade market heating up for Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it could be. And if I'm Dallas, I would offer Dalton and a pick for Fitzpatrick and see if Fitzpatrick can salvage the Cowboys season. All right, well, we'll see if that happens. We'll have more reaction to this on tomorrow's show. Good luck, everybody. 
Talk to you tonight, Twitch, 8 o'clock p.m. If you want to talk more about Tua, bring it on right in our Twitch, Twitch channel, twitch.com slash FF today. For Jamie, I'm Adam. See ya.